Welcome in to the Throwing Bones podcast, the recruiting podcast for Inside Nebraska. I am Greg Smith, Senior Recruiting Analyst here at Inside Nebraska, nebraska.rivals.com, and I'm joined once again by Recruiting Analyst Nate Klaus. First things first, Nate, how are you on this holiday Monday? Doing great, doing great. It's always, uh, you know, Labor Day is one of those unique days of the year where <laughs> Uh, it's it's a holiday, but yet there's still you know press conference and and uh, things going on from uh, from the first game. So, um, but yeah, it's been been a great holiday, I guess. Yeah, it's 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 always you're right. It is always a unique and interesting day um, because you never quite know how the work day is actually going to go because we still have a work day um, because the game just there's always a game that has just happened. And, and generally uh, speaking, it's the first game of the year at that. Right. Um, you don't always yep. play these week zeros. Um, and so generally it's a really busy time. Um, and so today was really no exception. So we'll dive right in here. So Nebraska over the weekend uh, picked up. A victory uh, over North Dakota. It was a little touch and go there in the first half, um, but we won't get into that as much. They did end up pulling out the victory, and it was the first time since, what, last October, uh, was it 335 days, if I'm remembering correctly, since they had a win. So I want to start here is, what does it do for Nebraska for recruits to be able to be on hand to see a victory in Memorial Stadium? I mean, it's big. Uh, it hadn't happened for a while. Um, you know, for everyone that's involved with the program, especially recruiting wise, I mean, getting getting a win on game day when you have recruits in town, that's always probably the most important thing. Um, you know, it's, it's not always the most necessary thing uh, because there's a lot of other factors that can impress recruits and you know, I think for the most part, athletes understand that you're not going to win every single contest. But in this, you know, in this specific situation, uh, especially coming off of, you know, the, the week zero game and everything and a lot of the, the buzz and expectations that were built up around the team in the offseason, uh, this is big to get to get that win um, for these guys who are in town uh, and even for recruits that were you know, paying attention to the score. Uh, that may not have been there. Uh, it was it was a big deal. So I, I think it it takes a lot of pressure off, and it also shows. You know, I think if someone who is interested in Nebraska uh, maybe didn't necessarily watch the game, but they see the the box score, they see the score at the end of the day, they go, okay, yeah, like Nebraska, they did they they put in work, they did their they did their job. Um, so. I, I think in that respect, it was it was a good good deal for everybody. Yeah, absolutely, and I do. I think that that point is so key, though, about the play, even the prospects that were not there and that just scoreboard watch. Because you and I know that a lot of times, what happens is is guys the perception they just want to see that quick snapshot, and that's what they build that perception off of, and that works to both the benefit and the detriment to a program, right? To where in a situation <laughs> like this, it's a oh, okay, they took care of business. You know, they won by a comfortable enough margin, um, and they did what they were supposed to do. And and the coaching staff can say, hey, we fought through adversity and we did what we were supposed to do. That's our culture, right? That That's what came through and shown through. You heard that actually today um, on Monday. And I heard that from a couple of recruits, actually. Um, and so that, that ends up being a real benefit. But I do think because of Nebraska's kind of unique situation with the coaching staff situation, that any win that you can put in front of recruits is a big positive, right? And another huge positive for the weekend was just the atmosphere at Memorial Stadium. Like you just, 
I feel like we we still and maybe we I shouldn't say we I should just say me I guess kind of end up taking for granted the consistency of the atmosphere at Memorial Stadium it was a gorgeous day on Saturday weather couldn't have been better the fans really came out and basically full force um, and cheered the Huskers on even after that season opening loss at Northwestern and the first the, the guy that actually really mentioned that to me this weekend that I spoke with and it kind of took me aback it was actually Omaha Westside 2024 athlete Caleb Benning um he I asked him like point blank what was the thing that stood out the most to you about the weekend and he went directly to the fan support and how they stuck with the team after that loss against Northwestern and you went out of he said that you wouldn't have known if that was a game against North Dakota or against Michigan that it was basically the same and I think recruits really do take notice of those things especially if and especially if a kid that's been around as much Husker football as Caleb has in his life says that you know that the other kids are blown away by it yeah, I mean, if someone like Caleb Benning is is uh, pulling that away as like a big takeaway from the game, that's that's a big deal uh, because you know he's been around it, uh, he's lived in it forever, you know, since since he could probably remember. So um, so that that's huge, and and I think you're right. You know, just being around the stadium, being around you know downtown prior to the game, um, you know, it felt kind of like. It felt even though we're a year removed from the from the pandemic year, I feel like that was maybe the most normal like game day atmosphere yeah. kind of buzz anticipation uh, that that we've really seen or that I've at least experienced in Lincoln, you know, for a long time. Um, you know, it felt like things were kind of back to normal. And if yeah. people you didn't were, think about it at all, you just didn't. Yeah. It was just another Husker game day. I agree with that. Yeah. Exactly. And, and so, you know, and people were hungry to, to see a live game action, see, see a bunch of new faces out on the field. And, and uh, you know, I think they came out and they supported very, very well. Um, you know, and, and, you know, at the end of the day, whether you were there or not as a recruit um, again, you got a W and you've got, you know, co-Big 12 Offensive Player of the Week in Anthony Grant. I mean, there's, there's, uh, there's some momentum there uh, building into next weekend for sure. Yeah, and I think that that's the whole thing, and I think that's a key, and I think we may have mentioned this last week, is that what you, um, with the debut episode of Throwing Bones Recruiting Podcast, is that you... You want to just build that momentum if you're Nebraska. You want this week to build upon this or this last week with North Dakota to, to build to be built upon with the Georgia Southern game leading up to the Oklahoma game, right? And I, I think we'll see that continue to go to ramp up as we get closer to that Oklahoma game, um, provided there's no you know crazy old Dominion Virginia Tech type of situations in this <laughs> game this weekend. Then you never know in college football anymore, man. So like, <laughs> provided you don't see that, they should be good to go to have a really big stage. Um, for that OU game but one of the, the the other prospects that we caught up this weekend in Inside Nebraska with Ontario Thompson the, the player defensive lineman from Iowa Western we had talked last week about how important it is to get back into Iowa Western he said quote it being in Memorial Stadium was like a dream um, and it's, it's just such a big deal to continue to get those guys over here especially considering like you mentioned on the podcast last week it's so difficult for those junior college guys to get in Nebraska lucked into getting that by situation with Iowa Western this week they got him in and he was blown away as well yeah it's, that's that's a big deal uh to have those guys on campus to give them a, a little bit of a taste of what it's like as a player <clears throat> but also to see hey I could come in and make an impact 
-hmm. I can see myself being out on the field, making plays, and especially in front of that type of crowd in that atmosphere, um, you know, that's, that's huge. And that's something that, you know, as a junior college recruit, you go back to Iowa Western and you start, you know, you start preparing for whoever you're going to be playing this upcoming week. That's in the back of your mind, like, dang, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at, and I haven't looked at Iowa Western schedule, but let's just say, I know they played Dodge city in the first week, you know, you're looking at, uh, Garden City or whoever you're playing, it's that Garden week, City. You're this thinking week, to yourself, actually. Man, yeah. like, like, I want to. I can't wait until I'm on the big stage. You know, playing in a place like Nebraska. Uh, so just having that taste and kind of like stoking that fire a little bit. Like, okay, this was an unofficial visit. I wonder what an official visit would be like, and where I really get to see everything, not just kind of like the quick. You know, come to the Hawk Center do the quick pregame deal, meet and greet with some of the coaches and then go out on the field and see warmups, then hit the stands and it basically being over with. Like, I, I think you, you spark that curiosity with guys like uh, Ontario Thompson um, and, and all of a sudden now they're thinking about it. They're wanting to get back and they're wanting to learn more and see more. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that it's it's really interesting to me and something I've talked to guys with before over the years. Um, I did not this weekend and I should have is that the uh, the impact of being able to do those unofficial visits and that carryover effect when you go back to whether whether it's your junior college or your high school of you've kind of got a buzz about yourself. We're like, OK, that helps to refocus your training. And I, guys have mentioned that to me before is that I come off of these visits sometimes and I go back home and I'm like, man, I really do want to do those 5 a.m. workouts. So I'm going to do those extra things in the classroom or whatever to make sure that I can get to that stage because you do get a little bit of that taste of what it could be like. And that's even on an unofficial, like you mentioned, once you do an official visit, you really think, oh, wow, I really see what this is like. Um, and they rolled the red carpet out for me. And I definitely don't want to let this opportunity pass by. So that it can be kind of those visits can really be motivational for kids as they go back to their respective schools and continue working um, towards whichever school they're going to end up choosing. Uh, for their next steps. And one of the guys too that was on campus that I want to make, make sure that we mentioned, and it sometimes feels weird when we go, oh, well, we've got a, this future guy, like we've got a 2025 kid, uh, which is really not that far away, which is weird. Um, yeah. And Christian Jones, right? The, the linebacker that recently transferred to Omaha Westside. And he's been a kid that Nebraska has really been on since really his freshman year, right? He's been coming up for unofficial visits since last year. He's a sophomore this year, transferred to Westside from Burke, um, along with Lamanji and those guys, teammates, obviously with Caleb Benning, who we mentioned before. And those guys got to be on the unofficial visit together and Christian is a guy that just continues to be really excited about Nebraska and I think Nebraska has done a really exceptional job of getting in with him early as a kid that is he could be the top kid in state um, for his class in 25 and it is always a big deal so how important is it for Nebraska to get out ahead of stuff like that so that they're not playing catch up on those types of prospects well, I mean, you and I talk about relationships all the time. I mean, anybody who covers recruiting is the, the word relationships constantly comes up. And so to have that relationship with a young prospect like Christian Jones, who's been on campus now a handful of times, who's been singled out, you know, like early on, been identified early on as, you know, a main target. Um, is a big deal, you know, for him as a sophomore to be, you know, out and amongst 
the other offered players, the, uh, the other commits and being around establishing those relationships, not just with the coaching staff, but also with guys that are currently on the team or guys that are going through the recruiting process that he may be looking up to, um, you know, that are currently committed to Nebraska. I mean, that's, that's huge. And so I think that gives you, um, you know, a kind of a, a great head start, kind of a leg up on, on all the other uh, teams out there that are eventually going to, to really start to, to try to do the same thing to get him on campus early and often. But um, yeah, hat tip to Nebraska for that, because um, in this instance, you certainly can't say, well, man, they should have started earlier uh, <laughs> right. recruiting him because they, they've been on him from the get go. Yeah, they absolutely have. And I, I think that that will end up paying real dividends for Nebraska down the road. And they'll look really smart for having done that. But he's a really good looking player. I saw him play in person last year um, and was really impressed just by his size and everything. He's a starter on varsity as a freshman last year at Burke. Um, and he's only gotten bigger and stronger and getting to be a better football player from there. But you mentioned um, the commits that were on campus and Nebraska had basically all of their local commits. They didn't have Ben Bramer on campus. Ironically, I was at his game on Friday. He said he was not going to be there uh, because he had his fantasy football draft over the weekend, which I, I got a <laughs> good chunk priorities, of priorities, right? Yeah, priorities, man. But he will be there for Georgia Southern. There's nothing to worry about there. He'll be there for Georgia Southern. He said he'll definitely be there uh, for the OU game. But one of the commits that did come into town was Jaden Doss, the three-star wide receiver out of the Kansas City area. I think Ray Moore Peculiar is his high school. Um, he was there. He, he sent me a couple of texts earlier today and said it was always good to be back. He was really happy with getting to be back around Mickey Jones. Joseph as well. But, you know, it's one of those things where I feel like people have been pounding the table for Nebraska to recruit Kansas City uh, more. Um, Bill Bush is finally kind of getting them back in, in that area. So, like, how, first of all, how is it that Nebraska has missed the boat on this for so long? And, and why is that so important that they continue to, to pound the pavement in Kansas City? Well, I mean, first of all, it's location, right? I mean, it's super easy for prospects to get to Lincoln from Kansas city, um, you know, three, three and a half hour drive. It's really, you know, it's just right up 29 and then, um, you know, 40, what, 40 minutes or so, um, you know, on, on highway two. I mean, it's just, it's a very easy drive. Um, and there's a lot of, there, there's a lot of Nebraska presence. I feel like in Kansas city, obviously you have KU Missouri, you know, you have, you have that kind of, um, you know, that the, rivalry you know the border rivalry going on there but there's a lot of Nebraska fans still in, in Kansas City too and so um, you know I think that just establishing that presence there for whatever reason um, you know whether it's been you know lack of offers or maybe just early presence with some of the prospects in the area um, it just hasn't been overall you know consistent from Nebraska for for a while but uh, you know Doss is one of those guys where they they showed him early attention they were able to establish or get that uh, that commitment and now uh, get him on campus again early and often continue to strengthen that commitment that's been made and uh, you mentioned his relationship with Mickey Joseph. I, I mean, that's that's key, and for him to be able to see, you know, Nebraska distribute the ball and and do yeah. you know do different things in in the pass game, um, you know, big deal. Plus, uh, for him to see an opportunity in the special teams uh, yeah. phase of the game too, as a as a potential return guy, uh, you know, that's extremely intriguing for for a guy like Doss. 
Yeah, it absolutely is. And I, I really like him as a player. Um, I, I think that he's a guy who, because Amarian Miller is in the class who we talked about last week, I think that you kind of forget Doss. And then you also have Malachi Coleman out there. Um, and, and so it ends up being a situation of Barry Jackson is in the class. It, it's, it's tough sometimes because wide receiver is such a glamour position right now in the sport, but also at Nebraska, which is kind of weird to say, but it is because <laughs> of Mickey Joseph. And you just always feel like he's going to have good players that are, that are lining up to come play for him and so he kind of gets lost in the shuffle but he's having a really nice start to his football season this year for as a senior um down there so I, i'm curious to see where he goes kind of with the rest of his senior season but but it's definitely good like you said to get him on campus early and often because he can essentially come just as often as a guy like ben bramer who's a couple hours away it's essentially the yep. same distance maybe about 45 minutes more um for Doss to come up um so that definitely makes a huge difference to get those guys on campus um, and Nebraska will have another big uh, visit weekend this coming weekend, and we'll be back later in the week to kind of preview that as well. Um, that's going to do it for us this time on the Throwing Bones Recruiting Podcast here at Inside Nebraska. Make sure you're uh, liking the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel, tell a friend. Also, pop over to the Nebraska.rivals.com. Make sure you're checking out the website as well, all the great football and volleyball content and recruiting coverage that we have over there, and we will catch you guys next time.